middleweight prospect Joe Pfeiffer. What's going on, Joe? How's life right now? Going on, brother. Not too much. Just getting back from training and uh, getting ready for uh, August 11th. Body bags, man. That's like one of the best names ever for a fighter. 85% finishing rate, so it fits. Um, I, I got to say, man, it's one of the most impressive highlight reels going into a, a contender series. Uh, do you feel like that highlight reel is like one of the reasons they decided to pick you? Uh, I don't really know, man. I, I got to give a lot of credit to my buddy Chandler from high school who, who made the highlight. Um, I'm, he always puts a nice spice on it. Um, I don't really think it has to do with the highlight, man. I think it has to do with the fights themselves. Um, I had uh, five finishes and one decision before my first loss. And, uh, you know, I lost a fight that I was winning and then came back and got another knockout. So I'm just, uh, I'm a guy that goes in there and doesn't try to win a point game and tries to finish. So, um, I think that's why I got recognized. Just my style. I bring it every fight, man. All right. So before we go through your, uh, your catalog, uh, what, you know, with the world shutting down, you know, for the first half of this year, what have you been doing? What, what have, what has your schedule been like? Uh, it hasn't changed too much for me, man. I, I'm not, I'm not really a busy body anyway. I don't go see too many people. So it didn't really affect me too much. It was definitely a little bit weird at first, just because, um, I had gone out to Colorado to train with some guys out there with Neil Magny and, and, uh, team elevation. And, uh, that kind of got shut down for a little bit. And, uh, by the time I wanted to go out there, I was already in my camp up here. So it's just, you know, we'll stay here close to home and not risk the travel and just, you know, limit the people that were around. So, I get up every morning at 6 a, 5 a.m. and train at 6 a.m. So um, training for me is the same. My buddy's back from wrestling uh, in college, and I've had a lot of good, uh, lot of good sessions, man. So not too much has changed for me. and just staying to myself and staying in my lane training, getting ready to fight. <laughs> not too uh, much changes. I read on your social media that since you were eight years old, you, you wanted to fight for the UFC. That's like the only promotion that you wanted to compete for. What is your first memory of the UFC as a kid? Uh, my first me memory is actually Ken Shamrock. And uh, I was a huge, huge fan of Ken Shamrock. And the funny part about it is I started jujitsu at four and a half and I started competing at five. And uh, my first Naga tournament, I met Ken Shamrock. So, and that was one of the things I ever saw in the UFC was uh, Ken Shamrock winning and when he was the champ and whatnot. So um, I was always a big fan of him and Frank. And uh, that's one of my first memories of the UFC. So, just seeing them from a young age and growing up in, in the fight world, growing up around Eddie Alvarez and Steve Hag and a bunch of old school guys that uh, used to be at the Fight Factory. What did uh, Ken Shamrock say to you? Do you remember? Uh, no, I don't. I, I, I think he said something about what's up, kid, and like shook my hand. I was like, <laughs> I just remember being <laughs> like, oh, yo, that's a fighter. So it was uh, super. You know, you start your pro career 2018 you have you know you started with six straight wins you pick up two titles along the way explain like what it feels like you know earning those titles what it means to you uh them titles don't mean anything to me man I, i'm not a i'm not a title chaser not that you know not that getting in the ufc i wouldn't chase the title that's absolutely what i'm chasing um but uh the titles don't mean nothing to me man i throw them in I, i've won an amateur title it's just it's a belt, man. It doesn't hold any value to me. I throw them in my closet. I don't even know where they're at. So, um, or I gave them, give them to my friend or something like that. So I, I don't really cherish belts, man. I cherish the moment and the process and just my growth as a fighter mentally, uh, more than anything. And, uh, just being able to train smarter, man. And, and, and 
get better each fight. You know, that's the thing that people think is, you know, you get better physically all the time. Um, but just the mental preparation is the biggest thing for me. So that's something I really cherish in going through fights. I feel like a lot of my fights were super fast and I didn't get to really find my, my mental, you know, thoughts through the fight. And, and then the last fight I got to get there a little bit. And I feel like this fight's going to be that elevation, um, fight where I just get a grin on my face and start going to town, man. I feel like I'm just going to be there mentally and, and ready to go. Ring of combat 70, you know, it was your first title defense for the promotion. It did not go your way. What did you realize from that experience? And did you change anything afterwards? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm a pretty big open book. So I, uh, I fought Jonathan Potty and congrats to him. He's fighting on the contender series too. And, uh, he was a game guy. He was a game opponent, man, but I was winning every second of the fight. And I uh, kind of gassed my, I, not kind of, I gassed myself out. And I uh, just wasn't ready to fight that night. I wasn't ready to fight that night. I had a lot of, um, um, I don't want to say unfortunate, but I had a lot of things that weren't correct um, in mental preparation. Um, physically, I was there, but mentally, you know, the body follows. So uh, I just wasn't ready to fight, man. I had a lot of personal things going on in my uh, emotional life, I guess I should say. Um, not related to a girlfriend, but I got uh, uh, one of my close friends, suicide and you know, I'm 23 years old, man. At that time, I think I was 22. I was struggling with how to handle all those emotions. So it was just, uh, it was a new experience for me. And not having the option, you know, me, I'm still going to show up and fight no matter what. I wasn't physically unable to fight. And I showed up and I wasn't ready for it, man. And uh, it just it helped me realize the things that I needed to work on weren't so much my technique or, you know, you always can practice technique, but it was just mental preparation was the biggest thing. You got to be there mentally. It doesn't matter how in shape you are. You could have an eight pack, 12 pack, biggest muscles in there, man. But uh, it's just about your mental status. If you're not ready to fight, you don't belong in that cage. After that loss, you come back February of this year and you get a, you know, a big knockout win over Chase Gamble. You mentioned, you know, the mental process, like what, what clicked for that fight? Um, just the humility of having everything going for me and uh, losing to a guy that I was absolutely dominating. <laughs> and I took a bad shot and kind of slipped from being fatigued and he stuck me, you know, props to him. He stuck through to the end and, you know, got the win. And, uh, you know, I, again, it's, uh, I beat myself because I didn't, I didn't show up. I wasn't ready to fight. And, and one thing I learned after that was I'm going to take my time. I'm not going to take fights that I'm not prepared for and that I'm not ready for. So what I changed is I went out to, I put myself in an uncomfortable situation. Um, I usually do well in under uh, uncomfortable situations. So I, I took myself out to, uh, with my management's help, um, I took myself out to elevation and stayed out there for a week and a half and got to train with Neil Magny and be a part of a team that was a team. And uh, that's a problem where I'm at is that I train in a jujitsu school and uh you know, I love my coach, Rick McGlory's and everything, but I need to be around other top guys. So, and there's a lot of top guys out of Philly. Don't get me wrong. I cross train a lot. Like I train with Corey Anderson. And that's why it's been really helpful is that that's been one of my main sparring partners for uh, this fight coming up. And uh, we do really well for each other. You know, we bet we make each other better. That's for sure. And, uh, you know, I've gotten some encouraging words from a guy that's, you know, a top 10 in the UFC at 205. So um, yeah, it just changed up who I was training with, man. I started training with killers. Not that I wasn't before, but I needed I needed more. I needed to be out of my element, my comfort zone. And uh, I put myself out there and went out to Colorado, and I felt it was a great learning experience, looking at different coaches, you know, perspectives and their training methods and their drilling, how their classes are run. And I loved it. They, those guys were awesome. 
So splitting your time, you know, between your home gym and, and Colorado, is that something that you look forward to in the future once the, you know, the world gets back to normal? Yeah, man, them guys were so welcoming to me and I felt like I gave them something that could help them as far as, you know, just another body. And I'm not some like pushover guy, you know, I can hold my own and, uh, you know, and they better me. I mean, Neil Magny, dude, I, I did good for about six minutes and then Neil Magny started whooping my ass. Not that he didn't whoop my ass every round, but, uh, you know, he was whooping my ass with volume. That dude's cardio is through the roof. And he was super, super nice guy, man. And they were all super well-receiving. Curtis Blades has always uh, been super nice to me. And, uh, you know, Austin Hubbard and all them, they were so welcoming. So, yeah, I definitely look forward to it in the future because I feel it's going to be the best move for me. Um, I think clearly, like, guys like Kamara Usman and Justin Gaethje that are out there, you know what I mean? They're, they're solid teams, man. So, you know, I'd be foolish not to take the opportunity to go out there and work with these guys and, you know, help myself get better as well as help their team. The date, it was moved from June 30th to August 11th. Was that a be blessing for you or was it just something that you didn't really worry about? Hands down a blessing for me. Um, I felt relieved that I got pushed back. I felt like I was rushing to get, you know, ready and, you know, pushing, 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 like I said, because the, the only thing that's been weird with the quarantine is gyms shut down and certain people, you can't post anything. And then with all the... Uh, with the the Black Lives Matter movement, like you couldn't go into Philly, you know, if you if you saw the uh, the protesting and whatnot. So it was like I couldn't go up to train in there and train at my my, my gym because it's in Philly, and uh, you know everything's boarded up and whatnot because of the vandalism and just put me in a tough spot, man. So I was happy that once you know it got pushed back, I was like, All right, I can relax a little bit and I can take my time getting to my getting to my peak and you know really getting in shape for this fight. So it was a blessing for me, man. And, What's meant to be is meant to be, bro. I I don't want to say I'm the fucking the man that's that's gonna be the champ of the world yet, but uh, I'm meant to win, man. I'm meant to win, and I think I'm meant to win. I think I'm meant to to go out there and, and, and dominate this guy from bell to bell. I just uh, I believe I have that special star power, and I'll get my chance to prove it. Yeah, you do, man. Because I've watched some of your fights, and uh, and man, the crowd is. They go crazy, man, when you fight. So you just think of that as a at a larger scale. It, it's pretty insane to be, have that opportunity eventually. Yeah, man, it's cool. It's a it's a cool thing when you dream something. Like I said, I never thought of one championship. I never thought of any other fight promotion, and it's pretty cool. You know, I'm 23 years old. I'll I'll be 24 in September, and dude, I through all the hardships in my life, and you know, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. Is I never left MMA. I never left wrestling. I never left jujitsu. I just kept training and training and training. And uh, I keep getting better and better, man. I want to be. I want to be one of the best in the world at one point. And uh, I think I have that. I think I have the nickname for it. Um, I think I have the fight style for it, and I have the power. I possess power in both hands. Um, and uh, that's something that's going to play into my favor. And I think I'm on the bigger end of middleweights. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm six two. I walk around at like two ten, two fifteen. Um, it's good, you know. I'm not I'm not the smallest guy in the division, you know what I mean? And I'm sure as I mature and I get bigger, we'll see we'll see what happens with uh, you know, moving up a weight class and whatnot, but we'll see. I I'm I'm still feeling out everything that's comfortable for me. And this is uh going to be one of my bigger weight cuts for me this this time, so. Dustin Stoltzfus is your opponent on August 11th. What is your breakdown of him? I don't have a breakdown, bro. I uh I looked at him. You know, he's a tough guy. And uh, that's all I really got to know. He's a tough guy. They're all going to be tough guys. And uh, there's going to be no gimme fights, you know what I mean? Like, this is a level that you step up in competition. He's 12-1. and one, You know, he's got five submissions, uh, six decisions, and one TKO KO. So I think that's what I know about him. And other than that, I don't know anything about him. I know he's five foot 11. 
and uh, he comes to bang, bro. And he's got he can crack a melon, he can punch, and uh, but so can I. So it's gonna be good. We're, we're, we're gonna test some waters and find out, you know, who wants this contract. That's it. You know, all the respect in the world to the guy, and uh, but it's not his time. You mentioned earlier it was hard for you to get into Philly to train. Where ha where have been the locations that you've been training for this upcoming fight? Um, well, I've been training at my gym currently um, for quite a while now. But uh, initially, just for a two-week period, three-week period, I wasn't allowed to be there. And if I was there, I wasn't allowed to post anything. Still currently not allowed to uh, really say too much. But, uh, you know what I mean? I'm a professional athlete, and I, I got to train at my gym. So, um it's uh that's where i've been going i've been going up to fishtown philly a lot uh and i've been going up to nick Katomes to work with Corey anderson and then uh i've been going to another gym that's low-key i'm not going to mention uh in between to get work with him during the week as well so um but yeah i've been i've been staying consistent i've been traveling i've been putting miles on the car bro <laughs> <laughs> gotta drive and go get it you know, something that i like too i gotta i gotta go drive you know and same thing with Corey. i go up there and i work with Corey, and Corey will come down the next week and work with me so it's a uh, it's a good friendship. It's a good uh, partnership, and uh, you know we get after it. Yeah, phenomenal, man. Corey Anderson, one of the best in the world, man. Getting working with him is just probably soaking it up like a sponge, right? Yeah, man. It's uh, you know, we don't. He shares his tips with me and everything, but uh, you know, I've I've grown on my own, and um, you know, he's helped me mentally, and uh, he's a guy that's just you know been super cool with me, and um, I got invited to go up there and. <laughs> That was last year, and I got dropped with a body shot. I trained with Carl Roberson, too, from time to time. and He's the dude that dropped me with a body shot. You know, I came back week after week after week, and they saw that I was a guy that was in there, and I was giving them work. You know what I mean? I can, I can take them down. I can I can control them. I can stand with them on the feet, and, you know, vice versa. You know, sometimes I have a good sparring session. Other times they have a good sparring session, but that's the work that we need. You know, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a one-sided sparring match. And, you know, I don't get better from that. And they don't get better from that, you know. And uh, so the fact that we can push each other, man, it's awesome. It's amazing. It's great. And uh, we're within driving distance of each other, so we make it happen. How do you see your contract-winning performance playing out? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I personally, I believe I have knockout power. So every fight, I believe I'm going to get a knockout. I just think with my intentions and the way that I throw, I think uh, – Especially with how my mental health has been, man, I just feel like I'm gonna get at, I'm gonna get in there and I'm gonna be able to really just frustrate uh, Dustin and be able to put him away. So we'll see. I don't I don't really care how I win, man. I just I'm gonna go out there and win. That's it, you know. And if I find that knockout, I find that knockout. But I'm gonna take what comes, and uh, I'm gonna finish the fight. If I, you know I get an opportunity to finish it, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it. So um, I'm excited, man. This is a tough fight for me. This is a great fight for him. Tough fight for him. Um, you know. And uh, this is our chance to get that contract, but I believe I want it more, and I think I don't think anybody I fight is outworking me. So we'll see how we'll see how the chips unfold. You know what I mean? That's why we got to fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's all about. Now, one last thing before I let you go: in this mm -hmm. sport, there's so many different types of individuals, and usually they fall into two categories. There's the the martial artist, and then there's the prize fighter. Where do you feel like you fit in? Uh, I would like to say I'm a martial artist, man. And, uh, but you know, I'm not the most pretty, pretty, uh, the most well-rounded, like skilled guy. I'm, I'm not gifted with skill. Um, I'm gifted with work ethic. And, uh, that's the thing that, you know, people will learn. I, I never, dude, I never started this because I had skill. I got screamed at for hours and hours cause I couldn't learn one move. And, uh, but I put the time in work and work and work and work. 
And uh, I've developed skills from work. I was one of them people that just fell into it and had a crisp boxing in the fastest hands. That's not how this has happened. I just put it in time and time and time and time and time. And uh, everybody else creates this aura that you're a hype train and all this crazy shit. And uh, you know what I mean? And I just go out there and fight, man. That's it. So uh, I definitely can be a prize fighter. Don't get me wrong. If I don't like somebody, man, I'm I'm I'm, I'm talking a storm. I can't stand. I, I hate everybody I fight. Like I don't like Dustin Stoltzfist. You know what I mean? Like the guy's in my way of a contract. But I keep my personal feelings to myself and in my mind, and uh, I keep them when I'm going and I'm punching them. <laughs> so uh, don't make no mistake, man. I'm a respectful guy, but I'm in there to crack this dude's head. So I'm excited. And uh, I picked the same body bags that. Everybody told me in the beginning not to pick because I knew how I was. I knew I knew in my heart, in my mind, how I, how I, I hit you with intent to kill. So, <laughs> you know, but that's just the competition, the competitor in me. And afterwards, man, we shake hands. You're respectful in, in victory and in defeat. So, all right, man. August 11th Contender Series, Las Vegas, UFC Apex. Thank you, Joe, man, for the time and uh, good luck on the fight. And and uh, next time we talk, hopefully, we're talking with you with the UFC contract in hand. My man, I appreciate you having me on, and uh, we'll be talking once I have that contract in hand.